You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and I'm in such a giddy good mood that I actually might find myself giggling throughout sentences because I feel that happy. First and foremost, I want to give the biggest thank you to those of you who reached out after my last episode. It was a really tricky one, a really difficult one to record. It was the year anniversary of my mom passing. I It was hard to believe that it had been a year, and I've wanted to document the experience. I want to be open about grief. I want to be open about loss and I want to be open about death. And there was an element that I touched on briefly in the last episode that I want to really do a deep dive in. And we're going to play a little murder mystery game, but it's going to be instead of figuring out who was murdered, we're going to figure out what was this mysterious full body purge that I experienced, okay? because that is what happened. I'm gonna give you the story of what led up to it, and then I'm going to give you five options ranging from very rational to completely irrational and bonkers. What would make the most sense is I'm going to create a TikTok. No, that doesn't make the most sense. Editing Lexi here, what I've done is created a group on an app called Geneva, G-E-N-E-V-A, and I will have a link for it in the show notes and you can click to join i will accept all of you and i'm going to from now on create a group chat for every single episode i'm not going to go backwards but i did include one for one year after losing my mom and i'm going to call this one full body purge because that's the conversation specifically that i want to talk about 
But the one year after losing my mom, I just did want to make sure that there was a space available for those of you who are struggling with loss, grieving, to be able to chat about it. I think that's very important. From now on, expect a chat room for every single episode. So if it's like about moving or New York, we can talk apartments, we can talk favorite restaurants, we can talk movies, we can talk shows, whatever it is that I bring up on the episode we can strike up a conversation there. But what you're going to do is after hearing the facts, go on to Geneva. You'll see the group chat that's called Full Body Purge. And you let me know what you think. You let me know what you think. I was going to create a TikTok and I'm like, this is kind of personal. <laughs> Let's keep it inside the group. Let's keep the this sorority of at Lexi listeners uh, in a private setting. However, if you do want to follow me on TikTok, great. But do not expect um this to be revealed there uh very excited about this i can't believe that i've never done it before it's currently sunday april 10th and we have 75 members i let everyone know 30 minutes ago and i'm feeling very excited about that number so check it out and keep listening to figure out what you think it is what was this cause of my full body purge here are the facts it is monday march 28th i am in los angeles california And we are two days at this point away from March 30th, which my mom passed away in the middle of the night between March 30th and March 31st. I had known in my head that I was going to be anxious. I was going to be emotional. And I also was very afraid to take almost to the day the same exact flight that I took the previous year. Because when my mom passed, I found out while I was in California. So on Monday, I know that I'm flying Tuesday morning, 6 a.m., back to the East Coast, and I am not looking forward to it. However, I do want to enjoy my final day in Los Angeles, so my friend Tyra and I, we decide to get massages. This is going to come back, all right? We get a massage, I'm feeling relaxed, and I go back finish up my work, and start getting the bedroom prepared for Ella. I'd been staying in my friend Ella's room, so I wanted to wash the sheets, make the bed. I needed to pack. I just wanted to get everything clean and clutter-free for her, as well as get my stuff ready to go over to my friend Alex's house to spend the night before taking a very early morning flight. While I'm packing up, I heat up leftovers. Remember this. This is an important fact. I'm watching a crime YouTube video do you guys watch those like Kendall Ray but it wasn't Kendall Ray Kendall Ray is my fave as a side note but I was watching a very unsettling tale I take an uber over to Alex's house when I get to Alex's I'm feeling nauseous okay not feeling good now is this because I was a little car sick is this because I was watching a video on a young girl getting tortured right before getting in the car Was it because I heated up leftover lamb ragu? Or is it because the anniversary of my mom passing is two days away? I'm not so sure. We get to Alex's. I tell her I'm really nauseous. Can we get some fresh air? Can we go on a walk? We go on a walk. I'm like, this is getting worse. It's insane how the body keeps score. I can't believe that I'm having such a full body panic. I can't believe the anxiety is this bad. It's honestly so bad that I think I'm going to throw up. And I can't really hold it in, to be honest. Um, This is where things get a little graphic. So by all means, if bodily functions gross you out, if you don't like hearing about throwing up or worse, 
skip ahead a minute or two to be safe. We get back to hers. Guys, my body has never behaved like this in my entire life, ever. I start throwing up uncontrollably, somewhere along the lines between me saying, I think I'm having a panic attack. I said, Alex, this is food poisoning. Uh, it's to the point where your body is doing that motion where it convulses and it's it's like throwing up but then you get to the point where you've thrown everything up and it's just doing the motion you have nothing left to throw up but then you're so dehydrated that you drink water and then you throw up the water and then all of a sudden I'm like I'm gonna shit my pants I'm gonna shit my pants I have to just quick turn around ass on the seat <laughs> I'm shitting my pants and throwing up at the same time guys it was humiliating it was humbling I am so incredibly grateful to have Alex be there, but God, to have a witness see me in that state, if she wasn't family before, God, she has family now. And that lasted all night. My lips were blue. My nose felt like ice. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't catch a breath. My body couldn't stop shaking. I had the worst chills, followed by hot flashes, followed by more chills. I was lying on the bathroom floor. Every single time my body gave me a minute from throwing up, I would think it would be over. I would be sitting on the bathroom floor looking around thinking this is it. I'm finally okay. Whew, we did it. Nope, it would start all over again. I had a 6 a.m. flight, remember? So Alex is on my phone messaging Delta saying, hey, this girl cannot get on this flight. She's messaging my team saying, hey, if you don't hear from Lexi, she's got food poisoning. So that is what I chalked it up to be. My flight was moved to later in the afternoon i think i flew out at maybe 4 p.m tuesday i'm exhausted from really not getting any sleep i get on the flight i don't eat or drink anything not taking any chances i get back to new york i fall asleep i spend wednesday basically all asleep thursday all asleep friday waking up like a star every friend i talked to friday i said i feel like a star this morning i woke up feeling like a superstar today i don't think i've ever felt better incredible and ever since then ever since last friday which it's now april 7th happy birthday lola it's my grandma's birthday this episode's going up sunday so happy sunday everyone i have felt incredible ever since I feel like the new season of my life has begun. I feel like I woke up to a whole new future. I feel like I'm ready for new things. I actually got a TikTok on my For You page that said, are you ever in the middle of doing something and you feel like it's the beginning of the next season? You know, as if your life is a TV show that the next season just started. New characters are going to be brought in. There's going to be new dilemmas. There's going to be new plot lines, plot twists. That's exactly how I felt. And I think Friday night, I'm so excited from being wide awake and energized and excited that when it's time to go to bed, I was so grateful to be feeling so good and also just so excited for not just not feeling sick, but feeling above average fantastic that when I'm ready to go to bed, I I close my eyes and I just have all these thoughts running through my brain. I have so many ideas. So I whip out my notebook and I mean, I have therapy notes, TikTok ideas, video topics, podcast ideas, ideas for a possible rebrand. I wrote a business plan. I wrote this week's objectives. I wrote a breakdown of Monday through Friday. I wrote a letter to my mom, pages on pages. I couldn't stop myself. I feel fantastic. So with this full body purge, you all, what was it? Most logical explanation, food poisoning. 
Second option, it was an emotional purge because guess what? The body keeps score. Third, it was the massage. Now I told you this would come up again. The massage that I got on Monday morning was not just any massage. It was a mind, body, spirit healing massage. The masseuse was holding down pressure points and making me take breaths over different areas of my body. A little suspicious, huh? Fourth option is that it's an undiagnosed illness. And the most irrational is that I'm dying. So what do you think it is? And if you think it's the fifth one, shut up. Do not go into my TikTok. Geneva, remember, we're using an app now. You say I think you're dying. or And please, actually, I don't really want to hear if you think I have an undiagnosed illness. So really just tell me if you think it's food poisoning and emotional purge or if it was the massage. I want to hear that because I'm just thinking of how, uh, what's the word, susceptible I am to <laughs> just having hundreds of people. It doesn't have to be hundreds. I don't have that big of a TikTok following. But imagine like a, a couple people just being like, you have an undiagnosed illness. That's not going to feel too great. But what do we think it is? How suspicious. How suspicious. Right before the anniversary, when I'm expecting anxiety, I'm expecting panic. But also, a spiritually healing massage. That night, full body purge. Waking up feeling renewed, rejuvenated, reinvigorated. Or was it just run-of-the-mill food poisoning? Whatever it was, I hope to never have it again. But holy cow, do I feel good. I feel like so giddy. I actually just got out of therapy. And me and my therapist, God, we're like this. I have my fingers crossed. And she is so supportive. She's the perfect psychiatrist. I could not ask for anyone better. And she just can tell that I'm in a really good place at the moment. And... God, it feels good. Of course, I'm going to experience lows, but being grateful for the high that I'm on, spending those five weeks in California did such good things for me. I missed it there. And it made me realize that I didn't just move to New York at random. I moved to New York for a purpose. I wanted a work ethic. I wanted to find discipline. I wanted to move at a faster pace. I wanted to be somewhere walkable. I wanted to hustle. I wanted to be around... Uh, something a little bit more traditional because Los Angeles really does feel like a bubble sometimes. I mean, you could argue that New York is also a bubble, but you could also argue that it is so much reality in your face all at once. You know, it's a microcosm of exactly what's going on in the world. I also went to school and I wanted to get a degree. I got a degree. I think it's time to go back to Los Angeles. I want to heal. I want to rest. I want to relax. I have a work ethic. I have discipline. I got the degree. I can go back now. I did what I needed to do. I can be in the sun. I, I want to skip a couple winters, to be honest. And spring is coming, which I love spring. I love it. I love it so much. My birthday, I think of myself as a spring baby, even though by technical rules, I'm a winter baby. My birthday is March 15th, so... Technically, which, you know, in some ways makes me feel like I'm tougher. I feel like kids that are born in the winter have just something a little bit stronger inside them than anyone else because we were born in the thick of it. And with that all being said, I still know that after I was born, spring came, flowers are on their way, sunshine, less layers. Oh, I keep dressing a little bit um, lighter than maybe I should because I was just used to 
not having to wear very much and I kind of miss it but I'm excited this spring's here and I believe I already touched on this but I spent my birthday this year at a rodeo and livestock show so random so incredibly random and my purpose for it was really to go for the randomness for the camp you know I wanted to go for the gag and I looked at the vlog footage a couple days ago and the vlog just went up today so if you are curious what it looks like for a city girl to take on a Texas rodeo and livestock show go for it if you're simply curious what happens at a Texas rodeo and livestock show click definitely go to youtube.com slash Lexi Lombard and I believe the video is called I have my laptop right here so I can look it up for us what is it <laughs> the title of the vlog is why did I spend my birthday at a rodeo fabulous question I don't know um but I really like the vlog I really like my two favorite vlogs to give you a little bit of a oh that's my intro uh if you want to go to my channel I really recommend that I did something kind of big and the why did I spend my birthday at a rodeo the Los Angeles week in my life is also pretty pretty good yeah and if you want something really endearing, you can watch me taking my dad to a Billie Eilish show. That one's really cute and full of family love. Yeah, I ended up not going back to Virginia for my mom's anniversary because I was on what felt like my deathbed. I had no clue that that was going to be my reality. And I even offered for my cousin and my dad to come up. And they're like, you know what? Girl, why don't you rest? We'll figure this out later. Also, speaking of my dad and my birthday, do you want to know what my dad got me for my birthday? Tickets for us to go skydiving. <laughs> Steven Lombard and Lexi Lombard are going skydiving. <laughs> oh my god, it's going to be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually really scared of the idea of my dad jumping out of an airplane. I don't, I don't want to think about that, but incredible gift, incredible gift. <laughs> what else what else I don't know I just feel really inspired I'm here for the spring cleaning I have been watching the home edit on Netflix which those girls are so freaking cute their friendship is adorable and god can they see space and the thing I like about the home edit it's a it's an organization show they go to celebrity as well as uh, just us regular folks homes and they organize a space for them and I like that they think of organization as interior design and not as a chore or a form of cleaning which hearing them say that reminded me or explained to me why I hate organizing it's because I'm really horrible at interior design I can't see space but I love watching them do their thing and it got me very inspired and one night before I was going to bed, my light was still on and my door was closed. And I was looking at all the purses and the hats that I have hanging off the door. And I said to myself, if I'm being really honest, which of these do I not like? And I immediately saw my Carhartt bucket hat that I spent, I don't know, $50, $60 on. Something stupid. I think it was $55. And I'm not wearing a bucket hat anymore. That was very me summer 2018. I wore that hat all summer. Now... I don't really feel like that. I don't really want to wear it, but I don't want to get rid of it because why? I spent money on it? Okay, that's not a good enough reason. 
And then I was just going one by one. I'm like, yeah, I don't actually like that purse either. I really don't like that either. And I think it made it a lot easier for me to get rid of stuff. I have a pile of things to sell and a pile of bags to donate in the living room right now. But I think it made it a lot easier to get rid of things by saying the more I get rid of, the more space I have. And I can't tell you how addicting it gets to get rid of stuff. It's like once you get rid of something that you've been holding on to and you decide this isn't the donation pile, this is, this is God's plan now. It's so nice. It makes you feel so much lighter because there's definitely things that I hold on to that I myself don't even really love. I'm holding on to them for the sake of, how do I say this? I'm holding on to it simply because I had it. Like me buying it and having a moment with it is the reason I'm holding on with it, holding on to it because I've had it for so long, you know? It's like friends, friends that you've had for so long. You've known them since childhood and you're just maintaining a friendship with them simply because you've known them forever. But in reality, they're not serving you anymore and life is too short to waste your time with friends that you don't care about and space is too precious to let it be filled with things you don't care about. So let these be lessons and get out there and let yourself be free. Free to find new friends and free to have space filled with things that you truly love. And things that, as Marie Kondo would say, spark joy. So that is what I've been up to in my free time. I've spent work breaks as well as evenings going through and just getting rid of stuff. Food that's expired. Um... I'm definitely the type of person that, like, I Tums, for example, I will just not get rid of, <laughs> get rid of stuff. So, like, I'll have a paper package that holds one single Tum left in it. It's like, that's really gross. I'm, I'm too grossed out to eat it, but I'm too afraid of being wasteful to throw it away. Like, no, throw that one Tum away. You do not need that, and you're not going to eat it. Things like that where I'm like, oh, you have that one frozen mahi-mahi patty in the freezer that's been in there since the pandemic began. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. I've had trouble with things like that because I do struggle with waste knowing my carbon footprint and thinking about the impact. And then I wish to myself that, God, I wish I could pick ignorance and just toss this all away. But I can't. Something in me knows better. I'm like, I'm a Gen Z. I can't just toss this stuff out, okay? I can't. It has to be disposed of properly. I wish that was a class in school. How to dispose of things. And also just a, a list of places to take stuff. Because even sometimes when I'm donating, I always feel like there could have been a better place I could have donated it. Like I'm afraid it's not getting used to its full potential. The point I'm trying to make is that you can't beat yourself up about it to the point of you not doing anything at all. But I do wish that someone gave me resources of places to take things. So... Spring cleaning has been very enjoyable. I can't wait to have all of this free space. And then when I'm ready to move to California, I will have less to bring with me. I have made this mistake several times where I will put things into boxes and I will put like um, a memory box or something into a box to move, but I don't actually look what's in the memory box and the next thing you know it's been seven years and I have no idea what this box that I've been bringing from apartment to apartment is and I look inside and I have like weird magazine cutouts that I don't need I'm like this is physical weight that I've been lugging around my life 
for years and I don't even need it. And it's things like that that I just have to let go. Another thing that's going to be really hard is my school portfolio because, oh, like my screen prints, for instance, that was so hard for me and took me so long that I don't want to just get rid of them. But do I really need 17 copies of a Chet Baker playing the trumpet image? Probably not. It's the balance that we all need to find. Also making sure everything's in the right space. I didn't realize that we had two cocoa powders, two baking powders, three cinnamons, because everything was in a different space. Now the shelves in my pantry, baking is at the very top because neither John nor I bake very often. So that can be something that's a little bit harder to reach and we can take the stuff down when we need it. Then we have cooking supplies, um, like dry goods, rice, pasta, snacks, things like that. Then all the spices, oils, and nut butters. And then at the very easy access bottom shelf is my teas and my supplements that I love and take every single day. And I love looking in the pantry now because everything makes sense. And you don't need to have duplicates of things. Like, I think at one point we had three Windexes. Everything was shoved in the back of different areas that we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. So just... Knowing what you have, I've spoken about this before when I discussed discarding things and decluttering. It's not about how much you have, it's about knowing what you have and moreover, having a place for it. Because a lot of us, that organization doesn't come to us naturally, I'm that person. I don't have places for things, but once I have a place for it, I'll put it back. Once I know the system, I will follow it. It's just very hard for me to create a system and the way that I've found it to be the easiest is pulling everything out and then dividing it into categories and then putting it back in. So I encourage you all to spring clean, get rid of stuff that's not serving you, giving it to friends, giving it to family, uh, neighbors, or pull in New York and create a box, leave it out on the stoop, let people take it. I'm always amazed at how quickly things go. We had a neighbor do that, put a box of books and a couple other things outside and I mean in one day it was all gone so really excellent and if you're looking to buy any of my clothes I sell them on celeb shop s-e-l-l-e-b they have a site I've sold with them before that's where I sold the iconic hockney dress that was in the album art of my podcast previously now we got the hands I'm also selling a house of sunny sweater I have some redone jeans that I ordered that were too big and they have the tags on them still. My Nike, not my Nike, my Converse Run Star Hikes, my Doc Martin boots I'm selling. I have a Frankie's bikini set. It's like shorts and a shirt. I have some other heels. I have a ton of stuff going up there. So I'll also post on my Instagram when that goes up, but get yourself prepared. Also, after taking quite a long break, I'm back on TikTok and I'm just as addicted as ever maybe a little bit better because i'm creating content as well a lot of times i'm just scrolling on being a little i don't know typical user not creating just scrolling and viewing and i've been creating on there and it's really fun i just recently asked a question on there is youtube dead because youtube was feeling so dry and looking through the comments and responses was so interesting. It's motivated me to begin asking more questions like that and just getting responses because I love thinking about the world of social media and I could speak about it 
for hours. And I realized that I was so inspired to just get on here and talk to you guys post-therapy that I didn't even post on my Instagram asking for questions. But I've spoken for almost 30 minutes, so we could probably get away without doing it. But nah, that's not in the spirit of the At Lexi podcast. So I'm going to take a break now, post on Instagram, and then come back to answer your questions. But first, a word from today's sponsors. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash L-E-X-I-E. You guys are so fast. I love how interactive you all are. I I can't thank you all enough. Okay, starting from the top, Alexis Rose White asked if I'm an indica or a sativa girly. If you asked me this in February or any time before, I would have said sativa. Absolutely. But when I was in Mammoth, I stopped at a drive-through dispensary and I picked up some pre-rolls and I have been loving the indica ones. I'm obsessed. I love how they make me feel. I've never given much time to indica because I've never really had sleep problems in the past. I mean, that's literally a lie. I did not sleep 2021. 20, but prior to that, I've never really had sleep problems and thought that's kind of what it was for. No, these have been the catalyst for my journal moments when I have just these big writing episodes where I'm filling out page after page after page every single time it's been after smoking indica. Samantha Fallon asked if I would ever move to Texas. I don't think so. (laughs) I liked Austin. I mean, Emily, Lindsay, and I had a fabulous time when we went, and we were like, we're moving to Texas the whole time. 
But then at the rodeo, I was like, ooh, I don't like Texas that much. I don't see it for myself, but never say never. Nina underscore Cincy asked what my favorite trend is. I really like the casual social media posting. I love that trend. I also like the trend of posting photos at night. Apparently, it's called night looks, which is such a bullshit concept. Everyone's like, we're going from the wellness of the pandemic trend to this night luxe where people are showing off them dressed up at night with champagne and looking glamorous and I'm like that was a thing before don't act like that's not a thing people have always wanted to look good out at night um I just feel like it's not a real trend but I do like night photos so maybe I'm contradicting myself what else do I like I like that reading is trendy I like that I like the claw clips are trendy they're such a good look for the hair. I also just love the rise in female leadership. Emily Hong asked for advice for an almost college grad scared to enter the quote-unquote adult world. I love the adult world. I love having financial freedom. I love being able to have autonomy over my decisions. I love being able to wake up and be the dictator of my life. Don't get me wrong. It was so fun being a kid and I love childhood, but... When you enter the adult world and you get to do things rather than have to do things, life just gets better. Delilah Carey asked, I want to go somewhere wild. Where do you recommend? I would recommend going to the Houston Rodeo and Livestock Show uh, because that was wild. Seeing the act of mutton busting has forever changed my life. I had no idea that it was legal nor a thing to attach toddlers to sheep and have them race. That was insane to me. Absolutely bananas. Madison Cran asked for my favorite snack at the moment. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to grab yourself a mug and then you're going to get a quarter cup of chia seeds and then you're going to mix in either some matcha powder some collagen powder, maybe nothing, maybe a little sugar or some sort of flavoring if you feel so inclined, but if not, then put half a cup of milk in. You can do walnut milk, cashew milk, macadamia nut milk, almond milk, <coughs> cow's milk, <laughs> whatever. Get your milk, stir. Put it in the fridge, 10 minutes, stir, stir, stir. Should be ready. Then top it with strawberries blueberries walnuts pumpkin seeds goji berries peanut butter cashew butter almonds top it with whatever you want chia pudding delicioso oh i love this question alessa asked what is it like watching claudia literally live the hollywood life doesn't she look like she belongs there she does she absolutely belongs there also they give Claude so much airtime, rightfully so, and it just makes sense for her to be there. Like, she was destined for this, and watching her live this Hollywood life is watching her live the life that she is meant to, and it's amazing. Madison Cran said, things to fill your time. I'm bored with life right now. If you're bored, I recommend doing something new. Nothing shakes up the routine more than doing something you've never done before, especially as we get older and we've had a lot of firsts and we're not really having that many firsts anymore. It's fun to have one. 
I also feel like if you need a little life change, sometimes a little self-help book will do the trick. If not, I also recommend some spring cleaning because if you just put your headphones in, listen to maybe either your favorite songs or a genre that you've never really listened to before or given too much time. For example, I've been listening to a lot of country lately. I don't know what happened. I was listening... I feel like because I'm from Virginia, I listened to country as a kid and then I realized it was very cool to hate country and then I started listening to it ironically and now I'm listening to it unironically and I don't know how I got here but I will put in my headphones listen to country music and clean and then I just get so excited that I have this new clean space I've said this before but cleaning is the healthiest form of instant gratification and it gives you a little bit of a boost and then it also gives you space to fill with things that you prefer so those are some options Willers underscore asked, what is something positive you would tell your 15-year-old self? I would tell her to keep doing her thing because my 15-year-old self was a rock star. Sometimes I think my 15 and 16-year-old self was better than I am now. So I would tell her, girl, you're a star, a shining star. Keep it up. Mad Bloss asks, what's my go-to spring-summer day? We're going to do that in New York, and we're going to say it's a Saturday. So what it involves is sleeping in, then waking up and either making coffee. Yes, it's going to be making coffee at home, making a matcha at home, having breakfast, whatever. Showering, putting on a cute little sundress, some sneakers, packing a bag with a large sheet, uh, some joints, a deck of cards, a notebook and pen, and then walking to the park with friends. Also stopping for Barbatino pizza on the way with hot honey, bringing that to the park, and maybe a bottle of wine or something, and having a park day. It is perfect. Best spring-summer day in New York. Redefining Jess asked for the best acai bowl in New York and L.A., I have not found one in New York, always looking for recommendations. Everywhere I've tried is subpar. My favorite in LA is Backyard Bowls. Underscore Charlotte, Charlottel, asks for books I think she should read. If you haven't read Secret Life of Bees, I would read it. If you haven't read, okay, what I've learned is I love a slow burn. Uh, So a lot of my favorite books are books that are pretty thick and books that aren't a really fast-paced, extraordinary read, but they're books that linger. They're books that months and years after reading, you still think about. So The Secret History, Valley of the Dolls, and Middlesex, I recently read. Loved it. Loved it. Such a roller coaster. I love books that take place over many different decades, and Valley of the Dolls and Middlesex are both like that. Redefining Jess, I know this is my third question that I've answered from you, but I like your questions, okay? You asked for what's a unique trait that I possess that has helped me succeed. Maintaining this sort of self generating self esteem and confidence, I have had in my life. Let's see. I was confident 0 to 18, and then from 18 to 21, eh, no, 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 low self-esteem. 
did not have a good time. And then from 21 to now I'm 26. So let's see, what is 23 out of 26? I have been confident for 88.4% of my life. And I think that that is, unfortunately, as much as it shouldn't be, a unique trait that has helped me succeed. Nina Zagrun asked for tips on hyping yourself up for being a flirt for the evening. Um, wear something that you're comfortable in. Nothing is worse than going out and being distracted by your outfit, something that you need to resituate a lot. You're worried that it's falling down or it's too tight in one area or doesn't fit right. So I'm always most confident and flirty when I'm not distracted by anything. And then a drink, you know? I probably have a glass of wine and then it just comes out naturally. Bailey Dillon asked if I would ever move back to Virginia. If I fell in love with a man in Virginia and he really wanted to raise a family there, then yes. But if it's on my account, probably not. Marsha FRD asked how to thrive alone. You have to do all the things that you want to do that you've always been a little afraid to do um, when you're not alone, i.e. sing. Anytime I'm alone, I am singing the whole goddamn day. I sing to Mazzy every morning. I love wearing an outfit that maybe I like would be a little bit insecure to wear around people, trying stuff on. <laughs> I feel like I dress really slutty when I'm by myself because um, I dress like a little bit more modestly when I'm out in public. Uh, what else? How to thrive alone. You probably are asking about being single and I just went on an absolute strong rant about being you know alone in a space but if you're talking about being single which I'm not gonna even answer that because I wanted to answer the question the way that I read it Abby Merton asked how to not feel overwhelmed by a busy schedule that you can't change parentheses uni work socially socially socializing uh what I do is when I'm making my list Monday through Friday a lot of times I will put parentheses around how long that's going to take so I can physically see how many hours of my day are going to be spent doing work. So for example, if I have to film a sponsorship integration um, and then edit a video and then sign up for health insurance or something, like I'm going to put parentheses, 30 minutes, parentheses five hours, parentheses, 45 minutes, and then I can look and say, oh, okay, great. What did I say? Did I say 30 minutes plus, why would I have to make it so difficult on myself? Five hours, five hours, five, six hours, six hours, 15 minutes. So then I can think, if I start at nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, I can be done by three. I like having a visual. Data gives me peace. Earth to Tessie, Asked, do you have a weed routine? I like to, depending on when I smoke, either smoke after I'm ready for the day. So like, let's say I'm doing a weekend smoke and I want to be in the city or out and about running errands, shopping, getting lunch, going to the park. Hi, I put on my cute little outfit. I do my hair and makeup, then I smoke. Now, if I'm doing a home smoke, my pajamas are on. The house is more or less clean to the point that I'm comfortable with. My skincare is done. My medicine is taken. 
then I smoke. I hate smoking at home if I still have things to do, if I have to get ready for bed still, because when I'm high, I'm not in the mood to do my skincare routine. I wish I was someone who smoked and was a little high and was like, God, this feels so good. No, 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 no. Uh, so my two routines are either to be ready. Yeah, both are to be ready. Um, it just depends what I'm getting ready for. Jana Wolf asked, what's my favorite item of clothing right now? I had this pantsuit from Alexa Chung that I was wearing every other day it felt like if I wasn't wearing both pieces together I was wearing just the jacket or just the pants however I got them from rent the runway so I returned them today but I have a new order coming tomorrow and I'm very excited about it but that was my favorite item of clothing also oh my god another one from redefining Jess redefining Jess is getting all the attention here today what type of plastic surgery would you get if it wasn't so invasive I used to say I'd want to get liposuction on my stomach because I hated that um, like all of the weight would just go to my stomach and I felt like I was skinny everywhere else except for my stomach and then I realized that it kind of has to do with PCOS and it's a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, I also have considered as of recently getting a boob lift simply because my chest is large and if it was just lifted then I would just look thinner and more snatched. Like, I actually think that my stomach looks larger simply because my chest is naturally lower. But then I wonder, <laughs> the recovery time, the risk, and after even just the idea of setting up a consultation, I'm too much of a wimp. Too much of a wimp. But even more than that, I just don't know if it's worth it. Elsa Del Corte, this is a great follow-up question. Tips on accepting your body. I have a hard time accepting my body, but I have no difficulty whatsoever accepting anyone else's. And it doesn't make sense to me why things like me discussing how my chest is naturally lower on my torso, like that is not an issue. It is not an issue. If anyone were to see me naked, they would see that it wouldn't even look like a thing. It wouldn't matter even a little bit. Yet I'm over here contemplating getting a boob lift. Like my boobs are even perky. Like they're naturally amazing. <laughs> like they're, they're an asset that I have on my body. And so the fact that even something that I consider to be an asset, I'm still like, but I could make it perfect. Uh, and what I would like to say is that we are already perfect. Okay. As as long as you are treating yourself with kindness and love and you are listening to yourself and in a way that you know when you are treating your body with respect and you know when you aren't, if you're treating your body with respect, that's all it needs, okay? Our bodies are exactly how they are meant to be and I, I love my body and if I actually think about it, like where I am with my body at 26, I couldn't be more happy with it, but I still just because of internalized fat phobia and media standards and me being on camera and on social media with access to all of these naturally gorgeous girls and I have a warped sense of what is a naturally gorgeous girl because even this girl that I follow on TikTok, I thought that she was just a local girl that was stunning and then she 
was discussing all of these different nips and tucks that she had had. And I was so blown away because had she have not said that, I wouldn't have known and would have been like, God, she's naturally gorgeous. Not to say she probably wasn't already naturally gorgeous. It's just, ah, uh, <laughs> it's just, ah. Uh. Yeah, so tips on accepting your body. I think the bottom line is treat it with respect and it's perfect the way it is. And my body, I love for how it is and I love that I treat it with respect. I just get into these points where when I want to level up and I want to, I don't know, like almost as if I want to compete. I want to be in, it's like this weird, even high school, middle school dynamic where boys would make hot lists. It's like, I want to be, number one on it I want to be the hottest girl and I just know that I myself am not like that hot girl so then I'll get into these particular moods where I'm like this is what I can do to be like that hot girl and then I'm like that's a lot of work for what male validation fuck fuck myself (laughs) truly it's this vicious cycle of loving myself And then getting to the point where, "Mm, I actually don't love this. This is not good. And then spending a day hating my body. And then spending the next day looking up procedures I can get to fix it. And then the next day being like, you know what? That's really dramatic. We do not need to do all that. I love myself the way I am. Water, rinse, repeat. Emily Glover asked for the best date activity. I like anything that involves, uh, you know, like movement because it helps get out the jitters if I'm already on my feet. Uh, of course, like grabbing drinks with someone. I actually like going to a wine bar. Elsa Decorte also asked, do I like matcha and would I ever try out ballet? I would definitely try out ballet. I take bar. And then do I like matcha? I like the effects of matcha. I, the taste is there. I wish it tasted like coffee, but the effects are A1. Miranda underscore something I don't know how to pronounce asked for my favorite fast food chain. Y'all are going to be surprised by this one probably, but I love Popeyes. (laughs) I love it. I really, really love Popeyes. And that is the note we're going to end on. If you guys like this podcast, please, if you would not mind, it would make my day make my week if you left a review on the podcast app leaving me a little note i love to go through them i love to read them and if you don't feel like writing it leave me a five-star review and make sure to download geneva on the app store if you don't already have it and join the at lexi podcast group i will have a link in the show notes and i cannot wait to talk to you you can vote what is the cause of my full body purge other than that i will talk to you all later Next week, thanks for listening. XOXO, Lexi.